Right. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll just start this. So, uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Welcome, well, welcome to this first first inaugural 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 episode of uh the level select podcast with uh with me myself and this this gentleman here if you're i don't if you're an audio listener you can't you can't see him but i, I can see him he's don't worry naked. he's not talking to himself <laughs> 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 my name is evan that there is jordan hello uh and um we're going to talk about some video games here on this this year level select podcast. Um so to start us off, um going to run through a few of these uh, headlines we've got in a in my document a couple of uh news items of the past past week. So first thing I have here is the Half-Life Alex no VR mod. Um uh, that has come out. Now uh i believe this mod has actually is actually available i'm not sure i haven't tested one because my pc isn't isn't great but i wanted to i wanted to talk about this less specifically about the mod but more uh relating to bringing a game like half-life alex to people who don't have vr headsets uh, it, it should be an option Half- anyway yeah i have not played half-life alex uh and it is one of those like it's a great game it's a uh, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> it's <a good> game. <laughs> you know, given that it, um, you know, it was uh, up for Game of the Year nominations. I'm pretty sure it was, did get a Game of the Year nomination, I think. Um, I'm sure it got a Steam award anyway. Oh. Uh, I'm sure. I think, it, I think it got the best VR game of that year. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Big old that, that sounds rigged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds rigged. <laughs> <laughs> what should we what should we give the award for best VR game to oh, how about the VR game that we released yeah, <laughs> Gabe sounds- is sitting there in front of his knife collection like hmm, hmm. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah I think I think um, I think it's uh, it's cool that modders have been able to have been able to do that because I think I think that is something that you know uh, it, now if my <laughs> if my PC were better I would actually try this out and try to play it, but it's it's not that great. So there's not not even a hope of me uh, actually releasing or um, of playing this, getting a chance to play it. But um, uh, I think that's uh, that's something that's cool. <laughs> this so this article is uh, from Kotaku. Uh, Ash Parish is the one who wrote it. <laughs> I'm just reading the first line here. Half Life Alex is a phenomenal game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because I mean, it's like, only large swaths of gamers. Yeah, so it's play. a fantastic game. Um, as anybody who's been on the internet for the last, um, I don't know, like 15 years would would know that Half-Life 3, or yeah, 10 years would know that Half-Life 3 is a massive, massive underlying tone of internet comedy. Ha ha ha, Half-Life 3. It's coming, it's announced. Ha ha ha, April Fool's. So when this got announced, I knew I was going to buy VR. I couldn't help myself. Um, And when I started kind of looking into VR and all this kind of, there was like, uh, what came out recently then? It was the Index, Valve Index, which costs you over a thousand euro. Um, And then you need a PC powerful enough, which would cost you over a thousand euro. And none of that was happening. So happily, I got my hands on a second hand 
one that this elderly gentleman uh, bought and didn't want anymore after he tried it. <laughs> so I got it. I, I luckily got it right there. I uh, got it for about like half price. I got a, not the Valve Index now, I got the HTC Vive. So okay. playing it on that was amazing. I got the, I had to get the Valve Index uh, Knuckles controllers, the, the finger tracking controllers, just to get all that little fine detail. But a fucking phenomenal game. It, it sold me on VR. It's the best VR game there is. Okay, so I was just about to ask you then. So you didn't have VR before. It was Half-Life, Half-Life Alex was the thing that made you get VR. Mm-hmm. I was in the VR anyway for years, you know, uh, following Oculus and HTC when they were partner on, partnering with Valve and everything. But uh, as soon as Alex came out and they had that trailer, was, there's a part in the trailer where... She's like peeking behind a corner and like boo, boo, boo. And then to find some more ammo, she just digs her hand into a shelf and moves all the bottles out of the way and grabs the I was just like, the physical presence alone in that game has sold it. it, it mm. Never mind the fact that it's another Half-Life game. Um, just the fact that, my God, it's, it's a new level of immersion that they sold. That's and that's the thing. So again, like, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't played the game, but I, I've only kind of seen that trailer now. I haven't seen it recently it was back when it was back when it came out um but that is definitely something that it kind of came across as was that it wasn't like kind of vr games up until that point kind of seemed like i I don't know if gimmicky is the right word but they kind of just they didn't seem i don't want to be mean but kind of tech demo yeah i guess not not necessarily in-depth stuff but showing off like ooh, it tracks your hands and it's yeah. like okay, but we want just a couple of steps further than that. Uh, and this, this, the, that watching that trailer, def- that definitely came across. So this was like this was doing something that a, a VR games up until that point hadn't done. Uh, and mm. like you're saying, that that kind of immersion, like I think, like uh, I've seen, um, I think I don't know, I think it was in that trailer maybe where does does at one point does she reload the gun by just like throwing the mag and then like sliding the like catching it mm-hmm. midair into the gun that kind of stuff it's it's the idea of like it's the idea of your your like things should just work the way that they work in the real world it's like oh that probably like, in real life physics works this way it should probably work this way let, let let me let me check and then and then you're like oh my god it does um it's uh that that kind of stuff is uh is um Definitely a reason why I'd love to. What I why I would love to try that game. So I think I think this uh, the existence of this no no VR mod is a uh, is um pretty cool. But I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't actually like would so w- okay. I have two questions for you. One, hmm. are you surprised that Valve themselves haven't released a non VR version of the game? And two, um, do you think so, like, do you think that a non-VR version of the game is warranted? Like, forgetting about, like, the people who can't play it because it's in VR or whatever. Mm. Um, do you think the game... Do you think the game is something that can, like, you know, makes more sense in VR or... Would it, like, is, is it more tailored to VR? I mean, like, th- to go through the two questions, I, I, I would guarantee even back then, that Valve would never make a non-VR version, right? 
purely because when Alex came out, it sort of put the whole Half-Life series in a different frame of mind with Half-Life 1. Um, what was that? 1997? 5? No, not 5. Or no, no, it, 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 I think it shipped with Windows 95 or 98. So maybe 1998. Let's, uh, let's check myself. Half-Life... So that came out in 1998. Oh. Yeah, it was released in 1998 in Windows. Yeah, there you go. So it came out in 1998, and that was on the precipice of Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake... Um, of going into the 3D realm of uh, of controlling characters, playing shooting games. And then Half-Life 2 comes out years later, and that built itself on the new technology of real in-game physics. So, like, when you're playing Half-Life 2, a lot of the starting areas are, like, placing fucking bricks on the ends of a, of a plank so it lifts up and you can stand on it and jump over. It's physics puzzles. And they were, like, it, that was mind-blowing at the time. So when you start hearing Valve coming out and saying like that they don't want to just do another Half-Life game for the sake of adding to the series, they wait. They didn't only wait, actually. They they, they kind of pushed for the innovation that they need that's worthy of a Half-Life game. So I can understand and I'm totally for the whole idea of making it, uh, making a non-VR version from the fans. Because it's such a fucking great game. And it the, the story alone, if you love, love Half-Life, you love the story of it. Um, so that'll get you through it. But you're missing a big chunk of what makes Half-Life Alex Half-Life Alex. Um, I mean, we're, I, I, I'd mentioned about the physical pre- presence when you were digging into a shelf and looking for that kind of stuff. But it's like... It does go as far as what you were saying. Um, there's buckets in the game. There's a good example. There's buckets littered around and there's the buckets are filled with little bits and pencils and glass cups and a bottle. And then there's an upgrade at the bottom and you pick up the bucket and you lift it and you empty it out and you see everything just fall. You can you can use the bucket as a bucket. <laughs> But revolutionary technology of just yeah. watching items fall out of a bucket. We have bucket technology. Um, but it is silly to say out loud, but it is to the point of like, holy shit, you could, if you want, through that whole game, you could put all of the shit in a bucket and put your gun in a bucket. No, you can't put your gun in a bucket. Sorry, you, could, you have to change that. You can put your grenades in a bucket. You could carry around a bucket of grenades for the whole game and- just for the laugh. And you carry the bucket around with you for the whole game. I would like to believe that you can. <laughs> I'm going to see if somebody did the bucket challenge. The full the full immer- immersion of Half-Life Alex, <laughs> where, where you carry all of your grenades and your ammo and everything you need in a bucket and you bring that with you from the start of the game until the very end. <laughs> okay. Carrying multiple grenades in a bucket will crash the game. But okay. <laughs> my point so no. still stands. You can bring it around. And there are multiple items in the bucket. <laughs> Maybe not too many items. But there's multiple items you can carry in a bucket. Maybe we'll get to full bucket potential technology in a couple of years. VR2. I can't wait. <laughs> so- 
<laughs> Can't wait to live the bucket dream. BR2 <laughs> bucket technology is here. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so I wanted to just kind of like quickly run over a couple of these other headlines. Uh, so next one I have here is the PS5 becomes the fastest selling console in the US. And... Uh, part of that headline as well, Call of Duty returns to the top as best-selling game. This is from Liana Rupert of Game Informer. Uh, this is posted on April 16, 2021. Um, and just kind of to read a little bit of this article. It goes on about the MVD sales numbers in the US for uh, the Nintendo Switch and the PS5. And uh, basically saying PS5 has come out on top uh, in the US. And not only that, but that it has been the fastest-selling console um in in history now uh i don't think that's a big surprise <laughs> not nope. surprised at all um but i um i did want to kind of just kind of maybe point a finger at it not point a finger at it but kind of like bring attention to it given uh the shortages you know uh like i mean i so like i have a ps5 um i i don't think you said but i presume you don't have one no. but um you know, I, I, it was kind of a thing where I, uh, I was fully expecting to not own a PS5 until like at least, I don't know, September, November this year. I was like, I was fully just prepared and I, I had accepted that. Uh, and <laughs> gone through the <laughs> grieving process. It was done. It was dead. It was buried. Yeah. So, um, and I remember I was like, I was watching, like I was paying attention to like stock trackers and everything. I was just like, and every, it was kind of thing of like, like I, I, there was a, there was a discord server that I had joined that would give me like, there was, a, there was a bot that checked stock and it would post to the discord server when there was stock available. So you'd get, so I'd get the notification basically like, yeah. Hey, there's stock available. Uh, it was always the case where that you'd get that notification at like three in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and like it's gone in like like less than a minute it's just gone uh and that was always the case um but uh, i got lucky it was it, it was around it was actually a little nearly two months ago now it was the 8th 8th of march actually uh when i managed are you to enjoying it i you know okay so so that's actually it's interesting okay um I the short answer is yes. <laughs> the long you said answer, no, you would have made a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me. The the long answer uh, is um, I. So for for the longest time since pretty much since the three sixty, I think I have been. I wouldn't call myself an Xbox fanboy because like you know fuck 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 these fanboys and console wars and sh- like uh, I, I, that's I silly no kid stuff yeah i have no time for that conversation that w- now that conversation would have been like that would have been a daily conversation that i would have had with, like back in <laughs> back when i was like 14 or whatever um, Xbox but, um, is better <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, i don't have time for that shit anymore but pretty much since 360 i have been like it kind of sounds weird to say. I don't know. I've always felt at home on the Xbox platform. And part of that, like part of that is just like, that's where I had all my games. 
um, you know, mm. going from the 360 and then going into the Xbox One and then the backwards compatibility that came in on the Xbox One. All my 360 games were playable on the Xbox One. Um, Familiarity as well, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think the other... So, so that was the first reason. I think the second reason was... The biggest reason was the controller. I... I loved the 360 controller and at the time, like so obviously it was the PS3 at the time, comparing the 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 six axis or the DualShock 3 controller to the 360 controller, it's like night and day. That like I I yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a conf uh, or a, a controversial statement. I fucking hate the DualShock controller. <laughs> it is so cheap feeling. It's ridiculous. It is an abomination. I hate the DualShock controller with Fuck the those thumbsticks. <laughs> um, you know, so... Uh, and there was no, like, I mean, no real iteration going from, like, even the PS1 to the PS2 to the PS3. Like, I mean, the biggest innovation to the PS3 was, okay, there's an accelerometer and a gyroscope in the controller, and it's wireless. Uh, that was the exact same controller. Um, and then moving into the, ne- that, the next generation, then, with the Xbox One and, and the PS4... The Xbox One controller, like it improved, it adapted, it, it uh, you know, it, it made that controller like slight tweaks, but made it like that much better. Um, to the point now where, and again, it was probably like one of the biggest, one of the bigger reasons I think why I kind of like stuck with Xbox, um, was it like that felt like that felt like a perfect controller to me. It was like there, I don't know what else you could have done to that controller to make it better, um. And the DualShock, comparing the DualShock 4, okay, they changed the DualShock 4 from the DualShock 3, but um, still wasn't doing it for me. Now, I mean, I, I have an Xbox One controller and fantastic. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> um, but moving into the PS5, right? So so considering that, considering that like I've always kind of been like, yeah, like it, it was a case where like it wasn't that I was anti-PlayStation. Like, I mean, I had a PS4 and I played... Uh, you know, I played God of War uh, and uh, a couple of other games there on on the PlayStation. But the way I kind of felt was, if there was any game that was that was coming out on both, I'd get it on the Xbox because I was like, oh, I just prefer to play it there. Preferably, and, yeah. But now with the PS Five, that Dual Sense controller, uh, it is like I mean, I'm sure you've kind of heard uh, all the kind of hubbub about it, but that controller is something else. Like th- that is something that controller is making me actively want to play more games on the PS5 than on my Xbox. Okay. Um, which, like, I mean, I, I never thought that was going to happen. Like, e- like you know, because, like, you've got, like, you've got, like, Game Pass and the backwards compatibility and, like, and the Xbox, the, you know, the controller that, that I thought was a perfect controller. And even going into the Xbox Series X, they all they did was they added one extra button to that controller. They didn't do anything to it. Like, it's a perfect goddamn controller. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the DualSense is something else. And it's kind of something that, like, like, you can, like, I mean, I can go on about this controller until the cows come home and you can read all the reviews and you can, you can watch all the YouTubers kind of gush about this controller but it's really something that you just kind of have to get in your hands and when when you feel that controller and it's it's particularly particularly the the haptic feedback combined with those adaptive triggers it's it's something else 
uh, and it is it is it has gotten me to want to play <laughs> games on the PS5 more than I want to play them on the Xbox, which I never thought was going to happen. So, uh, to say that I'm enjoying the, the, the PS5, I think, is a, it's a bit of an understatement. I mean, um, I've I've seen the controller up close. I didn't play with it. Um, I literally just held it. I was over at, um, I think it was maybe just around Christmas. I was popping over to somebody and they'd gotten it and they I was like, oh yeah, cool, controller. And it's really nice feeling. Um, God fucking damn, do I hate the fact that they put a microphone in it. <laughs> no, look, you can have whatever personal preference you want about it. Beautiful looking controller. I've heard nothing but good things about the haptic feedback and the uh, the triggers and everything. Stop. <laughs> don't, don't stop it. Start giving everybody fucking ideas because once PlayStation, once Sony were like, there's a, it's handy, it's handy, right? You could everybody's a, a, a microphone now for online games. I've heard from one person that has the PS5. It's she never used to talk in games, but now that it's built in, it's just given her the chance to be a total fucking troll online, <laughs> and that's all she's hearing is people that never had uh, microphones, just like. Just, just talking shit and in card lobbies. I suppose it's going back to the way it was, but not as bad. But <laughs> Sony kind of like slipped that in and was like, "Yeah, you get a microphone in your controller. How handy is that?" I know you can turn it off and everything, but I just don't like it. I have a bad feeling Nintendo and Microsoft and whoever else are keeping an eye on that and are like, "Okay, they've accepted microphones in controllers. That's just a basis now, you know." I don't want that going forward. That's what worries me. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, I'll buy a I nice headset for myself, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to happen either. Like, you know, I think you and me are, like, I think we are in, we are that, 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 that type to get a headset, I think, as opposed hmm. to just playing, playing the controller. But I think you kind of raise a good point there where ha- having the microphone just be on the controller, because typically these, like, I, I'm pretty sure. There, okay, there were some models I think of the 360 that did come with a headset, but not all models of the 360 came with one. Uh, and uh, I don't know about. No, the or, or maybe the Xbox, maybe the launch Xbox one did, but further models um, didn't. Yeah, f- you know. Oh, what they did come with was. Um... It, it became a regular thing, especially with Sony as well. With They give out the, the mono, just like cheap oh, little yeah. earphone that has the thing on it. And that, that must cost them what? Like a, a dollar to produce or maybe a little bit more? But that that's but, so it's an option. It, 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 it's, it is an option. And technically it does come bundled with it. But how many people do you think are actually going to use that? <laughs> I'm fucking... I sure as shit did until I... I I wanted. I realized that I'm gonna need to be talking on my PlayStation Four, so I bought a. I bought a little, like maybe a twenty-five euro headset, and I was like, okay, set up, done. It that that free headset in there gave me a taste if I wanted it or not, and if I knew if I didn't want it at that point, I could be like, okay, don't need to use it, fuck it. Okay, that actually. Okay, so that's actually. I I would have assumed that. Uh... Like I never used that that little mono head headset. Not thing, comfortable. I, 
I would have assumed that most people just like would, would just like chuck it to the side don't need that uh, but maybe, maybe that's just me I don't know but I think I think having having that having the microphone be part of the controller I think it, it's just that kind of like ease of use like it just kind of like opens that door up to people that like mm. like it's like you said have have never never been part of that have never have never done that have never kind of like used voice as part of their games and now it's like oh it's just right there it's just part of the controller um but but part of what you're saying about the worry there it kind of <laughs> i'm surprised that there hasn't been any like i mean maybe, maybe sony just kind of have their stuff together this time around but it just kind of reminds me it harkens back to the launch of the ps4 when like there were lots of like articles and stories going around of people that like had their PS4 on in like rest mode or whatever. And th- at the time the PS4 came, like the launch version, I think came with the camera, the PlayStation camera. Mm. Um, no, I didn't get one of those versions. So I'm not 100% certain about that. But uh, there were loads of like stories going around of people where like their PlayStation cameras were like recording them even when the PlayStation was off and all of this. It was just picking up all sorts of stuff. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm Sony. Yeah, I'm sure. Learn their lesson. I mean, um, um, I I thought this sort of a yeah. I'm also I'm I'm playing devil's advocate against myself because I I am far <laughs> the side of like ease of use. It it the technology's there. It's cheap enough. Why not put it in a controller? But I thought this kind of a conversation uh, already kind of happened with. Microsoft, when they were trying to, say, uh, bundle the Xbox One, where you had to have the Kinect on and all connected to the internet the whole time. That was an issue of not only having a camera, but having a microphone on that you could, that has an option to turn it off, but it's, it's still there and you have to plug it into the console and have it powered up at least. It's like slippy slope with consoles and I hate to be like that I'm fucking being old man Jordan here but slippy slope when you're sticking microphones in, into into every little bit and then there's security breaches with Sony every what like three four years yeah it, 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 that, it feels like that does happen quite a, quite often because but, I remember like the I mean, one with the PlayStation 3 with the Sony network that was a huge hack um where they were getting credit cards and email addresses and names and everything just from the Sony, um, the, what was it called at the time? The Sony Entertainment Network or something? Uh, yeah, it might have been, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably early days before they, because I think there probably was a time before they rebranded it to the... It, it was when it was Network. free, essentially, before like PlayStation Plus and that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, um, you, 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 you raise a good point, though, with that. Um, uh, Part of this headline as well, uh, you know, it talks about the PS5 breaking the records, but it also mentions about Call of Duty returning to the top as best-selling game. And I wanted to just kind of like, don't spend too much time on that, but I wanted to just be like, what year is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did you ever think, did you ever think that you would see the day where Call of Duty clawed its way back to the top of the best-selling list? I genuinely, I really did think that it was going to die a couple of years. Um, a couple of years ago when they started, um, I'd look, uh, amateurs copy 
um, professional steel, right? I get it. But when they started taking little mech suits and turning it into a Titanfall-esque game with, like, advanced warfare, and then there was the other one, and <laughs> it, Kevin Spacey, um, he was in it. Uh, and it wasn't as good as Titanfall, and it didn't feel like Call of Duty either. So I thought at that time, that was it. It, it was gone. But then it came fucking booming back with a battle royale, baby. <laughs> I think, and it, so that, so it's actually, so from my perspective, so anyway, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't played a Call of Duty since, oh God, Black Ops 1, I think. Probably the last one that I played. Um, uh, and like from from my perspective, looking at it, like I mean, I, I remember at the time everyone was giving out about like advanced warfare and infinite warfare and and all of these things, and you know, and how it was, it was, it was like, like you're saying, like I guess like a loss of identity. It wasn't Call of Duty anymore. It was just all this weird like space not going into the future stuff. Um, you know, people weren't happy about that, but I felt like it, it'd be interesting to like I don't I'm not sure about the numbers, so I don't know when exactly. I presume the numbers started coming back. When they launched Warzone, I'd say that was probably, the, probably yeah, the, that's a good uh, guess. The the kind of uh, kicker in or the 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 kind of uh, the straw that broke the camels back there and kind of like brought everyone back into Call of Duty. But there were other kind of gems in there. At, like again, I haven't played them, but I remember World War Two at the time was received quite mm-hmm. well. Um, everybody, most most people, I think liked oh. that game. I, Wait, sorry, I was mixing that up with. The one that I'd consider the good one would be World at War. World at War, yeah, no, so, uh, you know, so World War Two, that I think came out between Infinite Warfare and Black Ops 4, maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know the exact release schedule. It was a, it was a sledgehammer one, I think, was okay. World War Two, Um, and I just, I just remember at the time people were people were enjoying that one but uh but in terms of the battle royale i know they they black ops 4 because i remember this being a really weird thing and and this is when i thought the nail was in the coffin for call of duty was with black ops 4 because they released black ops 4 with no campaign and only multiplayer now okay i know the multiplayer is is what sells call of duty i think i'm in the minority when when I prefer the campaign over the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. I think that is... We, we would that be. Is, I'm in the minority there. Um, but they released Black Ops 4 with, with no campaign and mm. only multiplayer. And I might be wrong about that. They, they did have the A version of a Battle Royale mode in Black Ops 4. I remember that being a thing. But that game... that That's when I re- considered Call of Duty to be dead. I was like, oh, they're not even putting the money into a campaign anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong now. Did that come out full price as well? I think so, yeah. Like full yeah. sixty for no campaign and only multiplayer. I don't know. Now it was Black Ops. I don't know if they had zombies in that in that one in Black Ops Four. I'm my understanding I, is that it was only multiplayer. I would have guessed it would have, but to be honest, I don't know. Um, yeah, that was that was one of the biggest. Right, I can see their logical thought process going through where it's like, okay, people buy COD and the first thing that, what, 80% of the people that buy it on day one, maybe 90%, they go on to multiplayer. 
boom, straight away. And then out of whoever plays it during the COD's lifetime, it, um, I would guess, uh, quite a bit less than half would actually play the campaign at all. So they went, mm. okay, logically, you cut off the campaign, you make multiplayer, but big map, and then we throw in a couple of modes, and we sell at full price. That's all the people want. And then it came out, and then everyone went, the multiplayer is not good in this, and there's no single player. So you're cutting off whatever, 10, 20, 30% of your audience anyway for single player, and you've upset the multiplayer people. So yeah, that was that was probably a good point for COD to die. But uh they 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 came back from the from the dead and uh they did didn't isn't Warzone free? Is Warzone War- yeah, Warzone is free. So so Warzone hmm. was released um it came so so they so they they did the Modern Warfare I, I don't know if it's remake it's reboot. A, it's a I, reboot, I think. Yeah, okay, so they they released that and Warzone came out like slightly after that a couple of months after that i think but it's it's like the same like warzone i think is just modern warfare multiplayer i think you you know with without without like team team deathmatch or whatever like it's just the battle royale version i think or whatever but the warzone Mm -hmm. game mode is within the model or modern warfare multiplayer as well that was that was a good step that was a nice um correction from what they were doing and I, it, it worked so well that it tricked me. I oh. bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 because I got the free Warzone and I played it and I was like, wow, the shooting mechanics are okay. And this kind of scratches that little itch that, that you get where you're like, fuck, I just want to play a mindless FPS. I don't want to even think about it. Um, just a run and gun. Um, just a bit of a military thing. And then... They started updating it and updating it <laughs> and um, updating it. And it broke what? I think it did it break the 200 gig mark. I, so so that that's actually I think it was um, a while ago now. There was yeah a, a headline going around where basically uh, Warzone, Warzone alone, not even the, the campaign, Warzone itself will not fit on a... Is it a launch PS4? I think, um, it's it's more it's more than two hundred fifty gigs. That is fucking silly. That is <laughs> beyond silly, right? And I looked into it as well because I was so annoyed by it because I was playing. I was getting. I, I was maybe halfway through the campaign. Right, I was taking my time playing a little bit of Warzone. I'm not really into the multiplayer of it. I'll be honest. It was grand. I actually no, sorry. I played more of the like team deathmatch team deathmatch multiplayer than I did the warzone and I enjoyed that for a while it was a bit of fun um I was halfway through the campaign and I had a separate hard drive that I couldn't put fucking anything on like n- nothing it was just dedicated to this one game and it kept on getting <laughs> updates and then it was like you have to use battle.net I just fucking got rid of it sick of it Absolutely sick of it. So throw it in the trash. Fuck you, card again. You tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me. You got me back. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that that that's actually a um 
you know, I recently it was uh, kind of going back to PS5 a little bit. It was actually on sale on the PlayStation Store, uh, and I actually did pick it up for because that's something we kind of we can maybe if we have time we can kind of tie this into into something later on. But I um, Call of Duty is one of those games that I, I I kind of know is notoriously never on sale and is just always full price. And even mm. games that even even the Call of Duty games that came out like fucking 10 years ago are still full price <laughs> like, you might be lucky to get them at about 20 euro yeah lucky not even, not even 20 euro 20 percent off <laughs> lucky <laughs> like, <laughs> games are never on sale always full price but yeah. modern warfare was on sale i think for something like 35 percent off i picked it up for close to 40 euro or something like that um so that might be something that i give it a go maybe some point soon so probably report back with my with my thoughts on that um but um yeah so there, there was one one thing here like i mean we, we can we can talk about it if you want it so like it's um it's kind of a non-story but it it's it's kind of just relating to to kind of games being full price <laughs> during the week or sometime last last week, there was a uh, John Garvin, who was the game director for uh, game director for Days Gone, uh, but he's no longer with Ben Studio anymore. But he was on uh, to David Jaffe's um, podcast, I think. David Jaffe would have been one of the creators of the original God of War, mm-hmm. um, and there was uh, so like I mean it was a full like I don't know like I don't know something like four hour show it's ridiculous where i haven't watched it all or whatever um i but i have watched the the kind of i watched the segment that got kind of picked up uh and it, it did the rounds um uh, basically uh he said that uh <laughs> the quote is if you love a, if you love a game buy it at fucking full price uh and like i mean i don't want to i don't want to dwell on it and i don't want to like mm. i don't want to be like fuck this guy or whatever because like like i think i don't think he I don't think he was trying to like be like, hey, if you buy a game on sale, fuck you. Like, I don't think that's what he was trying to trying to say. I think it was just in light of like this is kind of coming off the heels of uh, a separate story where it came out that a Days Gone sequel was pitched to Sony and Sony shot it down. Um, mm. And obviously, I get like Days Gone just didn't make enough money for them to warrant a sequel and it, it got like I think it was a 71 on Metacritic maybe I'm not sure um and it like you know so the reviews didn't it didn't it didn't review well at launch basically um so and like I mean that makes sense uh, yeah. and I think that's I think that's I think that's what he what <laughs> what John Garvin was trying to say is that he's just like if a game if a game doesn't make its money at launch of course there's not gonna be a sequel and I think yeah. that's kind of what he was saying. But <laughs> given that this blew up and given the this choice of wording, I just kind of wanted to... It's something that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, because I I think the last game that I bought full price would have been... So it's, it's kind of a bad example because it's actually fairly recent. <laughs> it was, uh, the, so it's the Spider-Man Miles Morales... Uh, on PS5 that came that come, the version that came with the Spider-Man remaster. Um so it was something like, yeah, I don't know, like 70 euro or whatever, but it came with those two games and I hadn't played the original 
Spider-Man beforehand. So I was getting two new games essentially for that price. So I was able to justify that. Totally but, worth it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, in my head, I was like, that's worth it. That's just two, two like PS5 fucking uh, games for this price, like, you know, roughly like 40 quid each. Uh, you know, that, that was worth it to me. But like, I kind of have, I have like a rule just to myself uh, seven, 70 euro 80 euro is too goddamn expensive for a single game way way too fucking much i like i know the games are getting a lot more expensive to make these days especially when especially when we're talking the likes of a days gone or a last of us or uh, a god of war you know these big big triple a games that are just like blockbuster spec spectacles those games take they're taking a lot longer to make. They're they're mm. taking like thousands of thousands of people uh, to work on them. So you know that obviously like that that cost obviously racks up. Um, you know, so like uh, from that perspective, I don't know that it justifies it, but I I, I kind of I understand why games are so expensive. But fuck me, am I paying? <laughs> am I paying like seventy euros <laughs> for it? It's it's not even like. It's like seventy euro for a single game. That, that's what I can't. That's what I can't kind of wrap my head around because they games they used to be like fifty euro. Mm. I just I just can't justify. I can't justify spending more than forty euro on a single game. That's the thing. Like I, I'll happily spend like up to like two hundred euro if I'm getting like you know like six, seven, eight game like you know or a hundred euro for like four games. Like maybe that's cool. Like you know I feel like I'm getting some kind of value there, but. What what what's your kind of opinion? Is what like, do, like <laughs> I think well I think I know your opinion on on our games too expensive, but our games too expensive these days. Wh- what surprised. was the last game? What was the last game that you bought? At, now I say full price, but what I kind of mean there is the seventy to eighty euro kind of mark that we're at these days. Right. The, the funny thing about that is, the last full game full price game that I bought I think it was 70 when it released was Spider-Man for PS4 okay <laughs> when when that came out I pre-purchased that oh, um, oh okay so you, pre, you pre-purchased you it as well okay that was probably the one game that I pre-purchased in the last fuck at a guess five years maybe more I never pre-purchased games I rarely buy into early access games unless I know it's going to be solid, right? So, yeah, I went in for that. Now, for your man's quote, what I, what's your what's the guy's name? Um, uh, John John Garvin. John, right? <laughs> Are you listening, John? <laughs> Are you, John, I'm calling you out. Um, <laughs> I understand where he's coming from. It's a creative project. There's lots of people working on it. it. Takes a lot of time, especially nowadays. Games are getting up to film level or are or, or approaching in terms of uh, story writing, cast, voice acting, and graphics. Um, just off the top of my head. I don't agree with them totally in saying... Like, no, right? If you do love a game, if you absolutely love a game franchise and you love the makers of it, if it's an indie studio or a big one or a developer, single person, whatever, by all means, I think they should have a stream of income if you would like to kind of pay what you want above market price. I don't know 
if it's fair to say that you shouldn't buy games on sale necessarily um <laughs> but like i i loved i loved the walking dead telltale games absolutely loved them played the first one when it came out season one um if that didn't get a sequel i would have been horribly upset because that's one of my favorite games just if it if it came out and it didn't make enough money i'd be pretty upset about that as well that's fair i don't think that's the only reason days gone 2 didn't get picked up um if it's somebody's favorite game fair enough there should be an avenue that you can go oh i like that developer i'm gonna pay whatever the, the 60 bucks and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go onto the website and do this thing for 20 bucks I get an exclusive thing not necessarily a DLC but I get this thing and I'm it's, it's like a patronage like patreon for game developers but as far as I remember when days gone came out I saw nothing but fair enough if it was for the first while but it was for a while nothing but glitch gifts from the game and the game bugging out or um, for example, spawn pools of zombies just messing up in-game and that kind of thing. And that put me off buying it at all and even on sale. I was going to buy it for a tenner, but then I thought, you know what, it's probably... I, I, well, from what I saw of it, I don't want to get into it. So I think him saying that, like, him saying that coming off the back of Days Gone 2 getting cancelled because of poor sales, not the full story, I don't think. So, so yeah, so like you, you bring up a couple of things here that I wanted to talk about, right? So the first thing you mentioned about was pre- pre-purchasing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So you bought that before it came out. And then and then the other thing is about um, you saw the, the glitches that were coming with Days Gone and you, you kind of like, nah, you put you off the game, right? Yep. So <laughs> we'll, we'll try and not spend too much time on this, but uh, kind of steer this uh, into Cyberpunk, right? Okay. So, <laughs> obviously, there's a whole everyone and their mother knows everything that's going on with Cyberpunk. Uh, you know, probably the the never heard the of biggest, it. Biggest no, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> most anticipated game of the last year, and probably the worst <laughs> received game of last year, maybe. Um, but so I so I, when it comes to Cyberpunk, for instance, that was a game where I was like, like yeah, you 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 talk about. You know, okay, yeah, I know this developer. I know that they did, did good work. I know this game is going to be good. Yeah, all right, I'm in, I'm in on this. Whatever this is, I'm in. Okay, mm-hmm. now I didn't pre, pre buy or pre purchase. Like I ha- I haven't played Cyberpunk. Didn't buy it. You know, whatever. Um, I didn't pre order it. Um, but I was like in my head, I was like, this is going to be good. <laughs> it's 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 CD Projekt Red. It's you know they did The Witcher. Uh, and um. You know, it's fucking cyberpunk. It's going to be great. Um, but all of those glitches and everything that went on with that game at launch absolutely 100% put me off. Now, mm. f- like, I mean, forget forget about the fact that the game isn't even purchasable on the PlayStation Store <laughs> right now. It's still not there anymore. Um, you know, you still can buy it on, on the on Microsoft Store and you still can buy it on Steam, I presume. I presume it's still there. Um, you know, but I still haven't gone back to it just because I'm like, I'll wait until that game is done. <laughs> um, you know, um, but uh, I like it's like we yeah we not spend too much time on this I suppose. But um, do you think like so so just to kind of compare there, 
Mm. Uh, obviously, it's not on the same level as Cyberpunk. Like, Days Gone actually ran <laughs> on the PS4. Which it actually... <laughs> Good job, it ran. <laughs> Good job, John. You know, but like, did, did you did you pre-order Cyberpunk? I had all faith in CD Projekt Red. Um, but I am a pessimistic person. And I had written off Cyberpunk as um, dead and gone before it came out. Um, because of delays plus hype will always equal disappointment. In my opinion, majority of the time, there was a, a guy I was working with, Adam, who had been talking about that game nonstop, and I was all for his opinion. He can be excited and look forward to it. But I told him, you're hyping it, not only for yourself, but you can hype it as much as you want. You will be disappointed. And that's what I said to him. And I'd, I'm not happy that it came out bad. I loved... I never completed it, but I had such a good time in The Witcher 3. What a fucking deep game. So good. Um, without going on too long about it, I want to throw one more game in that mix of our discussion. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky launched in 2016. Uh, built upon promises and vague descriptions of its uh, experience, like multiplayer and certain other things, that it didn't live up to. It was a failure at launch. There were people that clung to it and enjoyed it. The majority of people that were looking forward to it, I think, were, were disappointed. <clears throat> that has been continuously updated for the last five years and only got another massive update like last month. And I'm playing that now, you know. Um, they took the time and the care to not only fix the game that they promised they'd make in the first place, but do it all for free um, to the people that had it already and build upon that. You know, so that that's the other side of it. You know, Cyberpunk can come around, but that hype and that the the delays and uh, the mystery of the untold promises in marketing of gaming um, is what destroyed that game. You know, people built it up as a real-life simulator where you could literally do anything when that's never what it was going to be. It was going to be a really, really cool game that got built up too much. Uh, I think you've hit the nail on the coffin there. Uh, it is, it is like, like when, like that game was in, like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up quickly, yeah, just because we're running short on time here. But like that game was what announced in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, something like that. Uh, you know, and it was at E three, like three years in a row or something it, it was at e3 when e3 was a thing when it was popular yeah. <laughs> that'll tell you how old it is you know so like that's that's yeah that that's that's too much hype that's too much marketing for 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 any game um i i you know i like to always point back to uh like whenever i kind of think about this stuff i love to think back to 2015 with uh e3 2015 bethesda's e3 conference uh where we, we, everyone was like what are they going to talk about i don't know what they're going to talk about and then they opened the conference like hey fallout 4 and then they spend the whole conference talking about fallout 4 and they're like oh by the way it's out at the end of this year and it's like mic drop just boom like done that's 
that's how you announce a game. You 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 yeah. You don't talk. You uh, you stay radio and silent. You don't announce it. You don't talk about it. like you just even like like follow like, follow. It's kind of like I suppose it's kind of like like the Half Life Three thing. It's it's all the let's tie it back to Half Life. Like, it's like it's like we need another Fallout. We need another Fallout. Fallout Four. When 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 when. And then it's like only talk about it once it's ready to come in. <laughs> <laughs> like that is that is like I still remember as one of the best one of the best E3 moments because they had not only was it an announcement but they had all the shit to show you as well they spent their yeah. whole conference talking about Fallout 4 and then at the end oh it's out at the end of this year like that's that's how you announce a game it's <laughs> the visual equivalent of Todd Howard just walking down the street casually with his hands in his pockets and you go oh my god is that is that Todd Howard I haven't thought of a Fallout game. I, when is the next? And he just flicks a Fallout game at you. And he's like, here, kid, take that. <laughs> it's just like, that's cool. It's simple. Comes out very soon. And they've shit to show. Um, That's how you fucking launch a game. I'm, I'm kind of upset that they didn't do that with Elder Scrolls 6. But, um, you know, we'll, that... we'll kind of... <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll get to that uh, maybe another time. Um so uh so yeah we we got we got to finish up on this um if uh if you've been uh listening and you're still listening uh thank you very much thank you thank you very much um <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is uh we're going to try and do this weekly trying to release these uh weekly uh podcast episodes i don't know when this is actually going to go up i'll try and uh get this i'll try and get this up uh quickly if i can uh, I also don't know, we, like, I mean, little behind the scenes, we're recording video. I don't know whether video is going to come out just just yet, but we're recording it. It's a thing. Just uh, in case. Just in case. Maybe, maybe someday. But uh, keep your keep your ears peeled. And um, don't close those ears. <laughs> keep them open, <laughs> goddammit. That's going to be my thing now. That's my catchphrase. Don't close those ears. Don't close those ears. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah if um if you, there's anything here that you want to chime in on this this kind of s- s- sloppy conversation <laughs> sloppy conversation of a podcast yeah uh, thanks thanks for can, th- thank you to the listener uh, for drinking in our audio soup into your mouth ears keep keep listener, those ears open listener joe um, listener joe i'm so glad to be talking to you joe um <laughs> thank you evan Thank, thank you, Cam. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Um, thank, yeah, thank you, Jordan. A, <laughs> thank you, Jordan. I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. Yeah, if you want to hear any more, let us know somehow. We're, we're, we, we don't know how yet, but let us know. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. I'll, I'll we'll figure it out. Some kind of informa- there'll be some come, kind of information. Yeah, come back to the same spot podcast. where you found the first one and wait for the second one, and we'll tell you. <laughs> where if people want to find out more of what you're doing. Where can people find you, Jordan? What do you do? I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash notyourdadeo, as in the letters E-O. Um, that will be changing soon. So, it, yeah, we'll find out. Um, and then YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, not your dad. Uh, it's a picture of a little squirrel. You'll see a little squirrel. That's me. Is it? Is it a squirrel? I thought it was a hedgehog. Oh, shit, it is a hedgehog. I just, I just said it was a squirrel. <laughs> No, don't don't get to the squirrel one. That's that's the Hansel. wrong one. Hansel. No, 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 it's a hedgehog. <laughs> yes, it's a small hedgehog. I'm not I'm not an actual hedgehog. That's just my picture. 
Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, if you want to find out more what I'm doing, uh, there's not really a whole lot at the moment, but I guess you can follow me on Twitter if you're so inclined. At Evan O'Dees, E-V-A-N-O-H-D-E-E. -E. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, that was fun. I suppose this week. And uh, we'll see you next. No, we'll, we'll, well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. Probably. You'll see next us time. next week. Hear us. We'll be on one of your senses next week. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird? Is that a weird? Edit that part. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Cut it. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>